I don't know if you guys can hear that or not, but this is as low tech as I get. Um, all right. Welcome, everybody, to Second Chance Moped Podcast. We are doing a live podcast at Chad Burke's Building Gather. This is um, a new experiment for all of us. Chad reached out and asked if I wanted to be a part of this, and I said, of course, because I'm always willing to be a part of moped culture and all that good stuff. Um, so I reached out to a few people just with some ideas of what to do for a podcast on this because I'm on, you know, as the folks that do talk to me um, and listen to the podcast, they know I'm kind of an island old myself in St. Paul most of the time. Just sip on my coffee right here. And um, a friend of mine actually had a really good idea. Graham Watson said, well, why don't we just talk to some people about their winter builds? I'm like, God, that's a freaking great idea. Like, you know, Bill, it's Chad Burke's Building Gather. We can't be together to gather so we can just talk about our build. So I figured we would try to do um, a build across America. I thought that might be something unique and interesting. And we'll start actually from, we're going to have Mike Boyd. These are all past guests. We've got Mike Boyd, Graham Motson, and maybe Charlie Buzzard. We'll see. He's having some issues right now. Difficulties. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, I think I'm here. Um, can you hear oh, me? Oh, yeah, there we can. There's yeah, a we're, Charlie. We're trying to figure out the camera. Hey, no worries, my guy. Um, but that's uh, good to hear your voice. <laughs> so we're just going to start indivi- each individually since uh, right now Mike is ready and prepared. Um, we're going to start oh. with uh, Mike Boyd. And we'll talk about his winter builds. Even though in LA they really don't have a winter, was it get down to like no. 63 and you guys got to throw parkas on and shit? Yeah. Uh, I My garage door is closed just out of uh, respect for you guys who might have snow or some other type of inclement weather. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, maybe bud. at the end I'll, I'll open the garage door and show you like the palm trees in the sun. But for now, uh, we'll pretend that I'm like in this little cave of, of darkness uh, like the rest of the country. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, um, that's a beautiful thing when you when it gets dark at freaking oh at three thirty in the afternoon. Uh, yeah, we got that though too. Yeah. Um. So I thought I was going last, so I wasn't actually prepared, but I'll do it. Um, well, you can blame so that I'm on actually, Charlie next time you see him. So whatever. I totally do. I do absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm working on five builds this winter because it's quarantine winter and we are locked down in LA. So like, I'm not even supposed to really leave the house. Uh, and I will just show you guys a few of them. So my main, I'm going to switch to this other camera. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, we just see a really good, um, animation right there. So, uh, on my bench here, are you guys seeing that? We see, okay. It looks like we can see a free spirit. Yes, sir. Okay. So I'll take the battery off here. Uh, so (laughs) on my bench. I've got the free spirit. I can't really tell it. They won't let you use like a front facing camera. So this is going to be awkward, but um, yeah, I'm going with the Magnum limited dash. I've really gotten deep into wiring and stuff, uh, trying to get the key switch to work. I'm going to have these red lights light up whenever I apply the brakes. I'm going to have the blue light light up with the high beam. Uh, I'm going to have the high beam on a horn, high beam on a horn switch. So I can like, you know, when I'm lane splitting, I can get people's attention. Yeah. really into fairings this winter uh so that's the free spirit all powder coated i've been nice. painstakingly trying to polish the original chrome 
pieces. I haven't got to polishing the plastics yet, but that's next. So this is still kind of dull, but I'm doing like weird little trim things, like some, some Chrome, uh, car decal stuff underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's just, cool. Just for like a dude, little that's pop. Nice. If you yeah. That's, that's fucking light. rad, dude. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this, this is the one I've, that's on the bench. So the one I'm working on the most, it's going to have a VA with an Athena, which I've got somewhere over here. So Graham would actually recognize this yeah. Athena <laughs> because I, I sent it to him. I want to say like four years ago, if not six years ago, I don't have any idea. Uh, I inherited it off another dude. Um, I was trying to get the piston spacing, right. Graham was great and helped me um, cut a new head a while back, which I have in this box. So he cut this head for me. Did I weld those cases for you too? or? Uh, no, not the cases. Uh, okay. The cases were already... So Jake Perkio, this is oh, one nice. of his old projects. I don't know if I remember him from the forums. Sweet, yeah. But I sure. believe he... Hmm. Yeah, so he, he had these old cases I bought from him when he was getting rid of all the VA stuff. Haven't yeah, run those look way nicer it. than what I would have done. So, you know, <laughs> if you want to tell anyone I made them, that'd be cool. But <laughs> Just lie for Graham. Lie for him. <laughs> no. <laughs> those are really nice. <laughs> uh, one thing I think Graham also touched, so moving on from the uh, free spirit, Graham, my longest running build is this fucking Hobbit. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've been working on it for a, a thousand years because I'm just like, I'm just taking my time with it. I did have your engine Euro... cases for 980 of those years, though. So <laughs> yeah, Graham had these uh, these very cases, um, I and I believe this Euro cylinder. Um, and maybe you had somebody help with the cases. Was it Maeve? Jake Kane did those. Jake Kane, that's right. What did, yeah. Uh, yeah. What did he do to the cases? He put them underneath his desk for a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that sounds about like Jake. Yeah. They're a paperweight for a while. Yeah, yeah. It's part of the fastest moped uh, aluminum aging processes. They have to actually sit underneath Jake Kane's desk for at least a year. And only Jake Kane's desk. And only Jake Kane's. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It takes takes him 20 minutes to do the work. Truth be told, I have to say that we kind of twisted his arm to do them. He did not want to do them, and he did actually turn them around pretty quick, and he did a beautiful job. So shout out to Jake. Those cases are a work of art. Thank you, Jake. Uh, You are the best. This was before I had any access to local machining, and I didn't have a garage at the time. This is way far back, so I was working out of, like, a parking lot. Um, and they hey, look amazing. Just because everybody knows I love my timelines, what what year was this? I'll, I'll throw that in there. Oh fuck, man! You know I'm how fucking, I'm fucking with years. you, Mike. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> uh, one reason it takes me so long to do this, though, is because again, I'm into the wiring super deep. I got these cool switches from Treats, these like Stage Six guys, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to do uh, LED underglow on this thing. It's gonna have a, an actual battery, uh, battery lithium ion in the battery box. I'm trying to get the wiring like totally perfect uh, to get LED, so DC rectified. Um, and it's just taking a long time because I want everything to be kind of perfect. Then to try to recoup all the money that I'm spending on mopeds, I've got this purple maxi that was fucking gifted to me. And nice. I thought it was an, I thought that was an original paint job. I was so excited. I was like, dude, look at this amazing purple. I've never seen anything like it. And I got a little nope. closer in, tried to clean it up. 
Nope. It's uh it's like one of those metallic blue Newports that somebody actually did a pretty decent job, I guess, rattle canning. I'm not quite sure how they did this, but they, they hit all the parts that people usually miss. So they must've had it completely stripped. They put new decals on. Um, so I'm rebuilding this and it's going to be an E50 with a uh, 62 Melosi that I just uh, saved from being seized and kind of like re nice. revitalized. So I'm going to, this is going to be my bike that I sell. I don't know how much it's going to go for, but as you can see, I can't help but put a fairing on it. So it's got the Euro style yeah. fairing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this one, this Where'd one. Where'd you find the headlight for that? So this is the Treats uh, Niox Euro style headlight that they sell. And they also sell this super small uh, uh, Speedo for it, which, you know, none of these 80 mile per hour, 60 mile per hour Speedos really are that effective. But it does fit right in. I had to do some modifications underneath. I think it's too dark to show you. But to get the, um, the Speedo bulb and cable to fit right, I had to, like, cut some of the plastic out underneath. But it fits pretty well. And it accepts a 6-volt or a 12-volt bulb in that style that fits in there. So I can swap it around. This is going to be a 12-volt bike. I got this from uh, – this is that, in, that ignition that's new from, like, Pook Shop DE, I think. Or VDM Pook Parts, maybe. So it's, like – no points. Um, I tried it on a ZA. I couldn't get the timing to be, it just didn't love it. I tried a bunch of different ways off Keyway. All the write-ups say that this is mostly an E50. Sorry, I can't really see what I'm showing you. So I'm, I'm trying my best. You're showing um, a, you're showing a Seder. We can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the one that they sell on. I can't remember what it's called like VTech or something like that. Um, I'm excited about it because I get to use a 12 volt coil. It's 12 volt ignition. Mm -hmm. um, it's super simplified. So, you know, it's going to be an easy bike. So it's going to be, I'm going to sell it to a beginner, hopefully, and somebody that can kind of learn on it. Um, yeah. And then the final two, I mean, you can just see there's just boxes of fucking parts. And there's a motorcycle well, you're project. A moped guy. You're a moped guy. Uh, we, yeah. we all got like five fucking bikes going at once that we're working on. I'll do the thing I said I wasn't going to do. Oh, he's daily. doing it to, to us northerners. Yeah, it's sunshine yeah. Oh, yeah. out there. Oh, wow. Hmm. That's we all hate nice you day. right now. Uh, but. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you did projects. kind of freeze up there. Oh, now you're back. So I've got an in that I'm helping uh, Alan from the Land Squid. I, got, I finally got him back into mopeds. Uh, he's my neighbor. So we're working on this in. He's going to completely restore it and put a Polini on it. So he's got the bottom end built already. It's in nice. one of those boxes. But he's waiting to find the right powder coat place to take it to. And then finally, all of these boxes is a Magnum that was freshly powder coated at the same time I did the Free Spirit. Um, I've got these really cool relaced wheels. If you guys remember these, home, these Holmes MMP hubs, rims, I mean, he was selling these online. I can't remember who this guy was. Uh, I don't think he has a shop anymore, but correct me if I'm wrong. But I got I these laces. I think like his website's still page. out there. Yeah, if you yeah, search, you uh, I always remember John Rob Holmes because it's like a serial killer name. <laughs> for some reason, that's like stuck in my brain from back then. If you search him and then like e-bike, I think it, it, his website comes up. Oh, that's right. He uh, he started doing he started doing e-bike rims mostly, but also yeah. like they fit mopeds. You are totally right. Um, they're great rims and. Those folks, I'm building this, this Magnum is for this kid that wants to direct this moped show here in LA. 
I say kid, he's like 32. Um, <laughs> but he, he wants, he wants like a, a hero bike. And I think he like intended that to be his own bike when we're done. So, uh, we're, I took an old Magnum that I had just in parts and he paid for the powder coat and I'm kind of like teaching him step-by-step step how to build it. He wants it to be a ZA. So it's got, I'm teaching him that, uh, we're using some, uh, RM 80 forks. So it's like a real dirt bike forks that I've cut down to size for the Magnum. So it's, it's kind of intensive because it, it, everything takes four times as long to build. Cause I have to show him how to do it. And then he does it. But, um, now that we're back locked down in quarantine, that project is kind of like on permanent hiatus because I can't really have him come in here in the garage and I'm going to turn this cam off again. Uh, yeah, I can't really have him come in the garage. So, um, that's where I'm at. I've got uh, five bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are, do you think you're going to have, which ones do you have goals to actually being done by April, May then? Oh, uh, the free spirit and the purple bike. So purple bike will be done. I hope end of this month. Um, cause right it's on. just a very basic, basic build free spirit. It's got all that kind of wiring stuff. I'm really trying to be like, you know, real perfect about it. Oh, I didn't show you guys these fucking rims, man. Like it is killing me. I love these rims for some reason, these mag spec two sport, whatever they're called. Uh, I got two sets of them. And this, whoever had these last had the sprocket held on by like just lakes of red Loctite. Nice. It's insane. I, I, <laughs> I had these things soaking in acetone and it still didn't get it all off. I got to take a torch to it and just try to melt the shit off. Like, on, you know, next time I have the garage door wide open on a nice day like this. Uh, it's crazy. And they also, of course, like use some sort of like standard hardware to, uh, yeah, <laughs> to get the sprocket on there. So uh, the, the wheels are taking the longest because I'm actually stripping them down. The front one, all the paint's almost off already. And I'm actually going to redo the original style where it was uh, all black except for the rim and the sides of the spoke. And I'm going to polish those up to like a high shine. But keep that black. Try Just kind of redo to it. Get that, give it a, to get that yeah, red lock off, try what's called acetane. It's basically nail polish remover. And a, yeah, that's um, what I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I uh, I soaked it in this shit. Okay, uh, it, it got it a little yeah. bit, and I and I took like a pick, and I had to like crunch it, put more acetone, crunch it. Uh, it it didn't do the trick fully, so it's gonna the torch is coming out. It's gonna have to just get the high heat treatment. Um, but yeah, the uh, the purple bike is gonna actually do an engine transplant. So I've got this E50, one of my very 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 first builds I ever did. Uh, it's a Polini E50 that I poured it out back when I was way younger and didn't do the best job, but, um, okay. I'm, a, I'm transplanting all the internals from this. Cause I haven't run, I haven't run an E50 in a long time. So I'm transplanting all the internals into another set of cases and I'll, I'll be throwing the Melosi 62 on that. So, I mean, the best part of quarantine for me is I am sort of a hoarder, as you can see from these shelves, uh, of all well, these. You're damn... like every other goddamn mole putter. Yeah. We have to right. save it all so, and not sell any have of these... it. We have these stashes that are one kind of hard to sell because there's not a lot of people that want this shit, and two like hard to part with. So during quarantine, <laughs> it, it was really handy to have all this stuff around, and that was sort of the idea for the purple bike. Was like I'm not going to buy shit from treats. Of course, I bought that fucking fairing because I can't help myself. But I'm not going to yeah. buy anything else, and I'm going to just use what I have laying around and like make a nice bike that would be good for a beginner, but it's going to look really nice too. 
Um, I wanted to ask the crowd too, uh, maybe Chad would know. Uh, so this, the spray paint that's on this purple bike, I really would like to clean it up. And I tried like some wax and polish, but it just really didn't, it wasn't able to get some of this old kind of UV. There's some just parts that just won't come off. And I was just wondering if anybody knows a, a good product, maybe like a cutting compound or something. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say McGuire's rubbing paint. compound. And just I haven't tried that on, yet. A, on a rag at first, like I've, I've got a lot of automotive experience, just rubbing compound on a rag at first. And then even just a mild buffer, because who knows how thin that paint is. And as soon as you hit yeah, it with some heavy stuff, yeah, you'll burn right through it. But no, that's awesome. You got all those builds going. Um, we'll do Q and A's kind of at the end of this. So if anybody, um, Hey dude, I almost tried to buy some NA beer today because uh, oh, Kalamazoo. That's nice, nice. That's for um, that's for the, yeah, for Chad Burke and the building gather. Shout yeah. out Kalamazoo. Um, I tried to buy some NA beers, but they didn't have my brand in, so I'm just drinking coffee. But we're gonna go. That's awesome, Mike. Stay on, of course. Um, we're gonna go now to the land of dairy and cheese and everything great. I don't know. We're going to go got over my cheese right here. Got some, uh, I fucking knew it. I knew it. Extra, yeah. Goddamn Wisconsin people. They're just fucking walking around with cheese. That's what they do. It's never <laughs> so, not in arms reach. Exactly. Stereotypes yeah. are stereotypes for a reason. <laughs> so we're going to go to a grand Motsied and, um, what the fuck town in Wisconsin are you in? I always want to say, Oh, I know. Claire. Oh, Claire. I always want to say Beautiful Madison Claire, for some Wisconsin. damn reason, but yeah, yeah Grandma Zane, um, Crank's Moped Factory. Um, yeah, he's going to talk about his fine winter builds that he's got going on. And uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, why don't you go talk so I don't ramble anymore there, Grandma. Yeah, so that, like the idea of like what I was kind of thinking, and I'm uh, um, like, Mike took it to the next level, which I didn't <laughs> have to follow him because that was cool with the two cameras and showing the builds. My internet doesn't work so good out in the uh, out in the shop. Um, but um, I was thinking like, what do I like doing at moped rallies and how can we make it virtual? And so this was my idea. Like I like BSing about builds, bench racing, talking about this kind of stuff. So yeah. Um, and cheese because you're from Wisconsin. Next you're going to bring up the fucking Packers and then you'll be completed. I mean, whatever. Obviously. Um, yeah. But <laughs> I was, uh, I was just going to talk about the one build that I'm actually like the most stoked about. Mm-hmm. I got about, uh, I got like seven, I have a pole barn and I have a, a garage, like a shop. So like I have cold storage and then I have bikes that I'm like actively working on. I got like probably five or maybe six bikes in the um, shop right now. And then the rest are all out in the pole barn. And that's actually been kind of helping me, but there's the bike that's on the bench is my TSM. Um, that is probably the worst TSM in America, or at least it was <laughs> when I bought it. Um, I was down in North Carolina, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. I lived down there for a couple years and it popped up on Craigslist and, um, it popped up on Craigslist for like, I think it was like 400 bucks. I don't remember, but it was high. Um, well not high for a TSM, but it was, it was high for what it was. And the pictures looked, yeah, kind of like not great pictures. You know, you could tell like, wasn't somebody who really knew what they were like selling. So I contacted the guy and it's this kid and he's like 16 years old. Like he just turned 16, just gotten his driver's license. And so I'm thinking like, oh man, this is going to be like, this is like a great situation. Like buying the moped from the kid who's like, yeah, screw stupid little pedal bikes. I'm getting a car, you know, whatever. So I yeah. show up and um, he had like, they're kind of like out in the suburbs. They had like a little bit nicer house. 
Um, and he actually like knew kind of what he was doing. I mean, way more than I did when I was 16, uh, but he like started restoring it and he had um, <laughs> completely, and I know like everybody starts laughing as soon as you hear that, but he was, it was like uh, the definition of like, when, when they talk about like cars being unmolested, this was fully molested. Like every single part had been somehow taken apart and like fucked up. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it like badly rattle canned it. I mean, I, I appreciate his ambition because like when I, you know, was a kid, 16 year old kid, like I couldn't even figure out how to work on lawnmowers. So it was like pretty impressive that he had done what he did. He just did like all the wrong stuff. Um, so I talked to him a little bit and he knew what Moped Army was. And he kind of knew like, he kind of knew it was like kind of a, you know, a desirable or rare or whatever bike. And so I kind of talked to him and I was like, yeah, I'll give you, you know, I was like, it's really only worth about 150 because it was totally like exploded apart. Half the stuff was missing. And it like, wasn't even a really good bike to begin with. It was like, it had been like beaten around a farm field for a while. Um, and it was all full of cow shit and everything. So, mm-hmm. uh, finally as like, he's like, yeah, no, I think I can get more. And we kind of went back and forth and I actually walked away from, a. At that point, I think I'd gotten him down to $200. I walked away from a $200 TSM and I told him to think about it and let <laughs> me know if he wanted to come down to 150. And when I lived in North Carolina, like I was literally that poor that like I literally mm-hmm. did, couldn't make the extra $50 come together on this bike. Uh, yeah. So I <laughs> so I went home a couple of days later. He calls me up. He's like, yeah, whatever. Come get it for 150. So I got it. Oh, that's so beautiful, um, dude. I had it running in like hours. Like it really didn't need that much to get running, but it was just totally screwed up. So it's followed me around. This was like 2011, I want to say. So it's followed me around since 2011. Um, Since then I built a Doppler 50 motor, which then I decided I didn't want to go that direction. So I just put that motor on the shelf and I built another Athena 70 motor. I built that using the, um, or not Athena, sorry. Uh, Airsaw. It's an airsaw, but it's the Chinese airsaw. Uh, and the reason that I built the uh, Chinese airsaw 70 motor was because I think I was drunk in the middle of the night on AliExpress, which happens from time to time. <laughs> and I completely didn't know I bought it. It was like 40 bucks for like a complete TS uh, Peugeot kit. And I was that like, well, shit, 40 so bucks for a, you know, 70cc Peugeot kit. Like, how can you possibly go wrong? Yeah. So like one day I was just like, got this package from China, you know, how they come like in the, you know, like garbage bag, like wrapped with like seven layers of this weird tape that smells like, you know, death. Yeah. And uh, sure <laughs> enough, like I start cutting the thing open and I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know? And I legitimately thought that somebody like sent me the wrong thing. And then I like looked at it again. I was like, oh wait, this is a Peugeot kit. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I ordered it. So I built that motor. Um, that's what's on it now. Um, I took TTR L. No, they're not TTR L. They're TT. They're so they're TTR 125, but it's not the big wheel. It's the small wheel TTR 125, which is an f- awesome front end if you can find one. Um, they're not like great shocks, but they're way better than anything in the moped world. Excuse me. They're really easy to shorten because they have like a spacer tube that's about eight inches long, and all you got to do is just cut the spacer tube down to whatever size you want. And then take the half of the spacer mm-hmm. tube you cut off and put it on the top of the spring uh, for preload. So they're like literally the easiest forks to shorten. Um, they go into a DT50 triple tree. Uh, and then the DT50 triple tree is relatively easy to. 
uh, are you uh, talking with my hands too much? I don't know. Um, no, dude, keep <laughs> rocking and rolling. So uh, the DT50 triple tree is relatively easy to modify. Um, Peugeot's and, you know, the French bikes have these like crazy long steering stems. So you have to find um, a, a head, um, head set or head tube spacing that's long enough. And so the DT50 is long enough. Um, I, I got that thing on eBay. It was like 20 bucks for a DT 50, uh, for just the lower part of the triple. And then the upper part of the triple is the TTR, uh, and the bearings that all balls website has a really good bearing cross reference. So if you go on the all balls website, you can look up like what size bearings you need for the inside outside. And I don't exactly remember nice. if I had to machine stuff in there, but if you're ever putting dirt bike forks on a moped, um, that's, that's a good resource. Um, so I got that and then, yeah, the TTR forks, they give you a 17 inch wheel. It's a steel wheel. It's not aluminum that the TTR 125 has an aluminum front wheel with a disc brake, uh, the L, the L versions, which are the 19 inch. Um, but the drum on the 17 inch TTR is so big. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's a massive drum for a moped. So I kind of wanted to keep the stock, um, look of it. You know, I wanted it to look like a TSM. Uh, and I thought that the disc brake just really kind of throws the look of the front end off. And I didn't want it to have that like kind of um, chunky front heavy. Like I didn't want it to get that like racy look. I wanted it to look yeah, like yeah. slow because it's going to be slow. Uh, and yeah. then it's got the stock pipe, uh, the upswept TSM pipe. I managed to salvage that. Nice. Um, and um, did you have to do anything to get that back or was that just you could pretty much bolt it back on and just kind of clean it up a little bit. Did, I mean, like when I say get it back, did you have to weld it back up at all? Was it pitted? Like it's pitted missing really some brackets. I had to make some okay. brackets that were just like, yeah. I mean, like I said, when I bought the bike, like about a third of the parts were just who knows where they are just completely gone. And it was all the parts that are like really annoying. Like there's like this little mechanism that raises and lowers the seat in the TSMs. That's mm -hmm. all missing. Um, the little plastic trim pieces that go along the bottom of the seat. I had to make those out of steel sheet metal. Uh, those were missing. Um, mm -hmm. A bunch of just like weird little like clippy joint kind of, you know, all that stuff that you like, you get there and you're like, okay, you know, this part is here and this part's here and they need to go together. Um, but the little whatever's in the middle is missing. And so um, not to, I don't know if I'm rambling too much no dude you're good i'll also you know me i'll jump in and interrupt you if i think <laughs> no i i do another like funny I, part like of I the... said, like i said a long time ago i love to hear smart people talk about mopeds and you are a smart person so like i'm just dr i'm drinking it in baby just just feed me some i see lester laughing at that <laughs> oh we got charlie hey, and becca <laughs> what's up oh dang yeah, yeah, Charlie and Becca just took over. Wow, look at that high world. definition! Gosh, all of you guys are just owning me on video here. Yeah, I'm so bad at this. Um, so anyhow, I was gonna say another funny part of that um, uh, North Carolina story is that I uh, actually uh, found the dealership in Greensboro where the bike was sold, and mm -hmm. uh, the guy who was working at the dealership was this kind of like burnouty, like. Uh, you know, the kind of guy that's like, you know, works at a bicycle and moped dealership and like 40 <laughs> years later is just kind of still there as like a tech, whatever, doing tire changes and stuff. And uh, <laughs> he was, he was super nice, like nothing against him, but like, he just like didn't no. know anything about the mopeds. And he told me that when they, um, 
when they got the TSMs, they each dealership only got one. You were only allowed to like order, like you couldn't order more than one TSM. Like they said that basically each dealership just got one. And I'm sure like if you were a dealership in New Jersey that sold like a million Peugeots, uh, maybe you got a couple mm -hmm. of them or maybe you could order more. But this guy was telling me that the dealership in, in um, uh, the dealership in Greensboro got only got one and the owner of the dealership's uh, teenage kid got given the one TSM and then proceeded to basically just ride the wheels off of it because he it wasn't anything special to him like it was just a trash bike um, for him to abuse or whatever so that was how my I assume it's the same one I, I can't like search the serial number or anything but anyhow he gave me a no. um, he gave me a um, the original spare parts catalog from 1980 that was like the spare parts catalog that was like you know valid or whatever the year it's a three ring binder it's a big book I might have it around here but anyhow it actually ended up being super invaluable because all these like stupid little like jointy whatever dumb parts that I've had to like make everything has just been made um, because people want like you know oh m6 screw that came off of a tsm oh, that's like 17 dollars you know um so i've had to just like make and source all this stuff myself and uh mm -hmm. um yeah why am i viewing charles what's going on here so I'm charlie sorry, had was... to charlie had to present his screen in order for his yeah. camera to work yeah yeah oh, well, okay yeah cool yeah. well i'm not showing anything interesting so that's that's fine just yeah all i see is charles <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, is this breaking everything i can undo it and just go back no, yeah. it's cool. Well, yeah, let's see. Let's, You're handsome, man. I can look at that face. Yeah, yeah. No, we can look you at you all day long, Charlie. Like yeah. All you gotta do is scroll over, Brad. Yeah, okay. I I wasn't trying to fuck Charlie's it up. Over here. <laughs> no, it's great. I get to hear Graham and just look at Charlie. It's, it's like yeah, the yeah. perfect. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is not nearly the really shit show. We'll, I thought we'll this would blame be. Blame it on Charlie, you know. <laughs> can, we, yeah. can we put Mike Boyd back on? <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, hold on. Well, no, with that cool. cue, with with that, that the... that's probably a good cue for um us to introduce Charlie into the fold now that he's here and his screen is dominating everybody's world. Um, hey Charlie, I Charlie's. Why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself for the two people who may not know you? Hey, I'm an asshole. <laughs> Sorry, Graham. I really didn't. I, I, I just don't know how to use computers. So I didn't mean to hack it. <laughs> it's all right. Um, all right. But why don't you? But we, we've been kind of talking mopeds, winter builds, even though you guys really don't have a winter in South Carolina. Um, it's cold what, today. Dude, it's not that cold. I had to uh, wear a hoodie. What, what was oh. it, 50? Yeah, it was like low 50s, dude. Yeah, shut up. Um, but anyways, why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself, tell us where you're from exactly, um, what club you're in. Oh, now we're going to get away from that. Oh, really? What club you're in and what your winter build is. And if you see me pop out from the screen, I can still hear you. I just have to get more coffee. So, Hey, oh, hold on. I'm, I'm so distracted right now. Hmm. <clears throat> just... Okay. <laughs> I, I can't see anything we can hear you though chuck okay yeah well i'm my name's charlie buzzard and um i'm from sumter i now reside in 
Columbia, South Carolina, and um, I'm a buzzard. Um, <laughs> no, you got the whole screen again. Okay, um, I guess that's nice. Yeah. All right. I think I can. Let me just focus here. You're really yeah. well lit, and you're definite. Like you got like really nice high definition. Your lighting is yeah, great. Yeah, dude. You, like, you have some yeah. gear, but I mean, you, there's like a box over your face and everything. It's like I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know what that like is. A film school. I think it's trying to like <laughs> autofocus or something. It's Charlie's target. It's identifying the best looking I'm man. I'm going to get the coffee. Uh, this is. <laughs> hold on. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm sorry. I don't know, dude. The box is annoying, right? How do you get rid of it? I don't know. I'm. You're teaching me right now. Fuck it. Uh, you fucking a. Hey, deal with the box. What's up? Is this what Matt? happens when you get the coronavirus vaccine? <laughs> you get yeah. The box. Well, How does that, that box <laughs> just box showed up? on your face all day. That's that's your Canon zoom control. It's gonna be on the actual <laughs> camera. Oh. Uh, it's like where well, it's where it's deciding to focus. Why do they just? There. Hey, there it is. Wow, the cool. <laughs> my winner, my winner build is going to be a uh, a a Canon uh, D80. Uh, I'm going to figure out how to fucking use it and connect it to my computer. That's it, <laughs> and it's going to take me all winter. All right, so where are we at? <laughs> Here in South Carolina uh columbia um mm -hmm. yeah that's where you're at <laughs> now we got little kids talking that's great um my 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 four-year-old <laughs> wants to know where the chicken is yeah charlie where the hell is the chicken we don't have chickens anymore we had four chickens <laughs> but, <Oliver>! uh, <laughs> but so what what are you working on right now for um, winter builds? Though, are you working on anything other than a cannon and how to work it? To your oh, computer? winter builds. Um, yeah, so I think winter build moped wise is going to be slow for me. Um, I just uh, I just got rid of my slicks. I traded my slicks for a '79 Sportster. Ooh, selling and, out, uh, going moped, going motorcycles. Yeah, I mean, beneficial long enough. I think it's about time, but um. <laughs> Yeah, so I got the 79 Sportster, and I am going to be building that. Uh, Becca has a white derby start that we're going to do the full, you know, typical derby build, 47 aerosol, 47 millimeter aerosol, you know, 19 car pipe. Um, nothing special, but it should do like 60 if you do it right. It's kind of hard not to go 60 on a derby with an aerosol. But yeah. um other than that, I have a piston port uh, derby motor that's been on the shelf forever with a gilla on it, and I want to put that on my micro car. Um, so I'm going to do that. That should be pretty quick and straightforward. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, I got, I'm working on TSM. I've got like a thousand projects, moped-wise. Um, TSM that I just need to finish up. Yeah, yeah. Um, got to replace the crank in the box, um, the big end bearing on the box, the derby box that I got from Dose mm -hmm. went out. So I have to replace the crank in that. It's just a bunch of, besides Becca's bike, it's going to be a bunch of boring. It's just like, oh, well, I guess putting a derby on a micro car is pretty not boring. No, that's, it's going to be fucking terrifying when you get that done, dude. 
That now, thing's I, terrifying with that Marini motor on it or that V1 on it right now. Yeah, V1. I got the V1 with the Pelini 80, and um, it'll do like 31, but it's like screaming in RPMs. It's geared at 1060 in the rear, and it's just fucking screaming. And uh, the microcar is wonderful, but it's wonderfully useless. You, you look at it, and you got it. I got it home, and I'm like, I'm going to ride this fucker to the coffee shop every day. And I'm going to go, I'm just going to go everywhere on this all summer. And then you ride it around the block and it's one of the most painful moped experiences you can ever have because you're going ungodly slow and it sounds like you're doing 600 miles an hour downhill. Yeah. Yeah. So, that thing. So they the are whole... uniquely uncomfortable. I don't know what, like there was no, nobody designed any kind of seating on that bike. Yeah. No, I mean the, the seating, the seating in of itself is not so bad. So the whole idea behind the Derby going on it is useful power, not speed. So <laughs> I'm going to keep it geared pretty, you know, pretty low. And I just want it to be able to do 35 up any hill in this town with two people on it. That's it. I just, and I want it to have decent, you know, acceleration because you have to, in order to make a turn, you have to slow down to under 10 miles an hour. If you make a turn any at any speed above 10 miles an hour, that steering wheel becomes a suggestion box for where you would like to go in the future. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's like a, uh, you, I, cause I've, when I first got it, I was like, let's see, let's push the boundaries on this thing and, um, see, you know, see, see where they are. And I took a turn I was like, you know, let me come, come into this turn pretty hot. And I turned the wheel and it just kept going straight. I was like, okay, well, that's the boundaries. And after I was like 12 feet into my neighbor's yard, like, <laughs> you got to slow down to a stop to make a turn. Yeah. What do you think about the for the microcar forks? That's we, we got one in the cranks and like the forks are like completely shot. And I'm like, do you think that those are like a major part of why they suck so bad and better forks <laughs> would like make them not suck or the fork angle or have you messed with any of that? No, I haven't messed with any. I don't, I really want, anything I do to the micro car to be reversible because they're, they're kind of like hen's teeth rare. I don't yeah. want to, I'm really, it's, it's too nice to really butch the one I have. It's too nice to really butcher it up and, you know, rake the angle. I think more, more than any would be better. I don't know. I have no clue what you would do to the front forks. They're not bad. Um, I thought about replacing them with uh, like some street mate forks just for the brake up front. Yeah, but and that could help. I think more than anything, the shocks are. I think they're no different than a normal moped shock, and mm -hmm. they're having to deal with all that body roll instead mm -hmm. of just up yeah, and down that's compression. That's what I was going to so say. The weight is so wide out on it; it's like worse than three, four, three, three wheelers ever were. Like yeah, yeah. So and yeah, yeah. I think that's it. And so because oh, you sit on the edge. Yeah, that's a good point. I kind of I, not thought about that. I try to sit in as middle as possible, but yeah. I think what it is is there's just way more leverage on those things. And when you're coming into a turn, those shocks just like kind of dive, and it makes you it really initiates the hole. So I think you're, you're at a, you're at a, like a pucker factor of four at all times riding that thing, regardless. And then you take a turn, and it gets a little worse. I think you get used to it. It's not that bad. A lot, a lot of people are like, oh, this thing's terrifying. I mean, it can be, but I mean, I don't want to hoon it. I don't want to do like burnouts or anything. I just want it to be useful. 
Yeah, the one in the cranks, we uh, put a Polini on it, uh, and it was going like 25, but um, the, uh, yeah, just the clutch got, well, it ripped the clutch, you know, off the gear for one thing. (laughs) And they're not, (laughs) another, another thing that everyone says is how, you know, oh, the weight is probably, it's not that much heavier than a normal moped. Not to me. Like you can just grab the back end of it. Until you put like four people on it. Yeah, yeah, with two people, but like yeah. people ride dubs on Minarellis anyway. I, I have a um, I have a Banisar clutch for it, um, so I, I was thinking about trying to salvage it. But why? Why well, try to tune the piss out of a single speed when you could just? Because another reason I'm not I'm not too bummed about motor swapping it is because the way that the motor mounts are, you, you should know this, Graham. That in order to tension the chain, they built this modular motor mount. Yeah, so it's just it's just like a modular motor mount with two bolts that attached to that slide in a on a rail. So you could literally drop those two bolts, fab up a, a motor mount for any motor you want. You could have like six motors on the shelf and then you could swap them out in like five minutes. Yeah, and I like my take on it. Like ours is pretty rat, pretty, pretty, you know, pretty much smoked. Ours is like destroyed in the cranks and um, was used at the state fair in Wisconsin as like the garbage pickup vehicle for like 20 years. <laughs> and actually, it's kind of a cool history, but it was like, you know, like stoned 14, 16 year old like people working at state fair that didn't give a fuck about anything, just like crashed this thing into the curb over and over again for 20 years. Um, so it's not like, you know, um collector condition but my take on them is is that they were all basically just built in some dude's garage with a mig welder and a chop saw so like if you yeah. take to it with a mig welder and a chop saw yeah i'm so not the, judging like i don't get it it's like okay so the, the story on worse. The, the story on these things is they were built in a they were built in so, somewhere in like upstate new york yeah uh this dude had like a facility where he built them he brought in mopeds. I mean, they're basically just whatever Minarelli moped that they hacked up to get the motor off of and the wheels from. But um, this, do you know the like the story behind the guy who who started it and why? He had like a he I've had heard an Andy Warhol's friend or something. Yeah, so <laughs> that's true. That is true. <laughs> but uh, he had a he had some axe to grind with uh, high horsepower giant cars. You know, getting. Oh, oh, yeah. no, nowhere in the streets of new york so he this was like his invention even though it's just a three-wheeled car but um i think it was just some eccentric dude probably did a lot of it definitely has that kind of like uh you know matt st john suggesting to do a hybrid motor like he did on his trike yo so matt matt's on the matt's on the level because i was talking to someone about possibly uh getting the guts from a onyx and just going electric because it wouldn't be too untrue to the bike because one of the first models of the micro car was electric mm-hmm. you can fit plenty of battery in one of those trunks too dude and i have the trunk too and it would actually like if you put the bat well and that was the thing like with what matt did that i thought was awesome was like if you put the batteries down low and centralized like you're basically just ballasting that like insane. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah that would definitely help with your cornering. Yeah. You're increasing the stability of it. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Dude, and I, got, you... I actually, I actually got the micro car from Matt. So shout out to Matt for sweet it up. 
are you what's your take on the like can't turn too hard one direction because there's only one drive wheel <laughs> like you just like yeah. think ways that you go left everywhere or what like, <laughs> just come to a stop before you make a turn that's my solution because <laughs> like I, if you come into the relationship with the micro car knowing your boundaries you can't get hurt mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> go put that batteries low into the back and you just drift it around turns yeah. No. So what I like about the one drive wheel is if you if you get your your weight off to the side, you can rooster tail that fucking wheel. <laughs> <laughs> so if you yeah. come in, I've come in a yard like pretty hot, and I just hang, 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 and it's just like rooster tail. She's like, she's like, don't mess up my yard. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. We're old now, so we care about like. We care about the grass and stuff. Yeah, and that that like engine cradle you were talking about, like so, the you know doing like a if you're going to do like a mid drive rather than doing the hub motor like the Onyx, you know you could basically just take that whole engine cradle, duplicate it, and then make a electric engine cradle, and it would still totally be bolt on. It wouldn't affect. Yeah, that's you know, actually anything, that's actually the the route yeah, that I want to go. Yeah, that's awesome. So. With that being, um, I generally just gave everybody here 15 minutes to kind of talk about their builds, and Charlie got going on his, and I'm just going to open this up to, and it's already opened up to questions, comments, answers to anybody in the group right now. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm just working on Hobbits, so nobody cares about Hobbits. So um, we'll just open this up to any questions you have for Graham, Charlie, Mike Boyd, or even me if you've got one. So feel more than free to keep BS and Charlie and Graham and Mike and anybody can chime in in the chat or whenever they want. I I'm, might trying try to to a, I'm trying to get a little picture of my dog riding Charlie's uh, trike in my background. Nice. I see it. I'm going to probably take Charlie's. I don't know how to take Charlie's screen away anymore. So there it whatever. is. Yeah. To get rid of it. <laughs> Puppy riding the, riding the car. That's a one tolerant ass dog. My Chihuahua would uh, kill me in my sleep if I did that to her. We <laughs> <laughs> got a torture him from birth. Then they, oh, yeah. Hey, Charlie, then... your uh, certificate of origin and your. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, you st- oh yeah, awesome. you still have that? Check this out, dude. <laughs> dude, look at Jason. Like full on, <laughs> rolled like down the street from where my wife. So great, ride that truck. Hey, <laughs> put him up front and make it look like a minotaur. Or <laughs> <laughs> that would be the dopest minotaur in the world. Oh yeah, one of them. Like the same, like the uh, like the Geico commercial where the dude's like yeah. the front of a Harley. <laughs> Dude, hold on. I have to put this on my Instagram. <laughs> How you doing, Jason? Charlie, are you going to build doors and stuff for that thing? Yeah. Have you seen the roof that I built for it? No. Wow. I, I have a bunch of canvas that I, um, when I was working at uh, Vans, up in the top, of, like around the edges of the store at the top, they have these, uh, they print out new canvas like every quarter. And they're just like s- scenes of, whatever city that they're highlighting or whatever you know meta they want to push for that you know sales quarter but 
I have a bunch of canvas that they took down and they were just going to throw it away. So I was like, I kept it. I've had it for like five years. And now I finally have something that I'm actually going to use it for. I'm going to build the body or the panels around the car out of that canvas. And I've already made a Velcro on roof for it. So, awesome. uh, and the guy I got it from was like, yeah, I had these doors, but I, I just figured, you know, I'm never going to use them. So I threw them away. Sweet. <laughs> I've never seen it with doors, man. You know, I, I'm thinking about just trying to fab the doors. Uh, I, I saw a picture of them and it, it's, it shouldn't be too hard. To yeah. yeah. It shouldn't be hard to try and duplicate it. it. I thought it would just be funnier to have like a zipper opening. Dude, you gotta have right. like dingleberries coming down from the top, like you know, yes. like, like in I don't know, like Florida. Oh, like uh, like the lowriders. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you said dingleberries, I was like, I already have truck nuts for it. So. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hmm. You should put electric motors in both those rear wheels, so you can do like weird burnout and backwards, spin them in different directions. Could you? Could you um, could you imagine revert revert like just not telling someone? <laughs> just tell them like this gonna... Charlie, you know you're drinking a ball. Put another sprocket side by side, right? Say it again. That you can take that differential apart and put another sprocket side by side and run it like a hybrid, like I did on that motor marina. It's the same setup. Yeah, there's um, there's no diff. It's just a live yeah. axle and, and one yeah. wheel spins. But, I think the Fuchs um, had a diff, but those don't. Yeah, this All one right. doesn't have a diff. Oh, I, I I saw I saw a thread where a guy put a diff in one. Um, but um, I don't know, man. I, I'm thinking about. I, I I don't know. I I think I'm gonna go to Derby route and see if I like it. Um, dude, going electric. And being able to have any sort of range is expensive. And yeah. and I, I basically my insides start to bleed if 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 I go for any distance uh under thirty five miles an hour. So I mean, you know, when, with the trike that I built when I did like the, the uh electric and just left the V one on it, the two of them, if you gear them properly, are so complementary of each other. Yeah. When you're just it just eats a hill. Yeah, dude, that was so smart. It's like it's like in a video game when you have like a nitrous button. Yeah, you could just or you need the extra power or something like that. You you hit a hill and you're just like me, or dude, could you even if it could you even use the electric to get started and then grab the clutch and kickstart the yes V one and that's a, a great way to start it. But I thought it would be electric to start to be like immediate torque and then it would kick into the gas. It's mm-hmm. kind of the opposite, man. Gas kicks and then you hit the you hit the uh, the electric and the thing just rockets off. Oh, that's interesting. But you can bump start it with electric, yeah, easy. Cool. Yeah, that's that's so that's so sick. That was what I was I'm thinking. Wondering, I was gonna say if you're bump starting never mind. I I thought it through in my head already. I'm sorry for apologizing to you guys, but I um just wanted to let you know I'm a professional podcaster and I did switch videos. I switched my backgrounds to the greatest movie ever made, Days of Thunder, for the entirety of this podcast now. So oh well yeah. Whoa. I don't know. I've already seen a Confederate flag in it. As a, that mo- well, that it's, movie it's, is well, that was oh, another oh, oh, oh. Oh. I got the screen cap. 
Uh, oh shit! Gonna, you better. We're gonna we're gonna get you canceled. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's tying that back. That movie. <laughs> Dude, Thank man, you, Jason. Like, Thank I'm you. Gonna, I'm gonna click. I'm gonna click bait that. Uh, Take him on the outside. Take him on the outside. It's not Robin. It's racing. There's Damn a dude. Right. There's a, that dude's name is Dick Trickle. Yeah. Cole Trickle. There was a real Cole guy Trickle. named Dick Trickle, though. That's like, right. He yeah. Was, he was from Wisconsin, as a matter of fact. Graham Yo, so his his name was Richard Trickle, and he yeah. chose to go by Dick. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what oh, a Rick troll. Trickle just sounds hey, stupid. Tires <laughs> I mean, come on. win races. Tires, tires win races. <laughs> what? He's going high. He's going high. Son of a bitch. He's going low. <laughs> <laughs> I played that movie at a rally once. No one watched it. Well, you need to pick better rally goers then to, if they didn't. <laughs> it was a NASCAR rally. How can you not play Days of Thunder? There were two. <laughs> Jason, you, you got my stamp of approval right there. They're too busy trying to find me and see what NASCAR shirt I was wearing that hour. <laughs> um, so yeah, this has been, we're, we've got a whole nother hour to go, you guys. So I didn't plan this out that well because I'm not that good of a podcaster, but um, we'll ask uh, Jason since he's got 15,000 things going on. Tonight, what winter build do you have going on, Jason Thompson? Oh, winter bills. Well, I was supposed to do that stupid uh, cross maxi, like off-road dirt maxi, like all the Euro dudes have. Mm-hmm. And like everyone else in mopeds, I'm easily distracted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I bought a derby. And then I was like, oh, I want to build this derby. And then my friends gave me a fox. And then I was like, oh, I want to build this fox. So now I have parts for three different bikes and not enough to finish any of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the dog. I love it. That yeah, sounds about. So, yeah. So who else, who else is out there? Let's, let's play tag the tag, the winner build dude. Yeah. Robert, yeah you pick. Robert, you're up. What you got going on this winter, bud? Oh, he's like, I got to unlock the mic. I got to go pick the bike up out of the Here, I'll, I'll, I'll unlock them. I, I realized. There, I just asked him to unmute. We'll see if that's working for me. Yeah, I'm here. All right. I had a kerosene heater running, so it was really loud. I had to <laughs> shut it off. I don't really have a whole lot going on. I have my Magnum that's on the bench. Um, I keep playing it on, taking the wheels off and stripping it down and getting some powder coating and stuff done. But uh, everything else just keeps kind of getting in the way. But maybe I'll get to it eventually. That's about it for me. Hi, everybody. Sorry, I'm just kind of hanging out in the back watching. So, hey, no worries. You pick the next person to ask for about their winter build. We'll just the next person to ask about a winter build. Hmm. Jason was just on. What's Cody working on there? Find him and unmute. Cody, what are you working on? I got my Submati uh, town bike. And I've got this Olympia 43 millimeter uh, kit I'm gonna slap on it. Um, I got this from the guy Paolo in Italy. Um, this is a pretty cool kit and it's new, exciting to see it in like new old stock, like form. It's a pretty old kit. Um, I've already had this kit on a laser like 10 years ago. I had the same mini Proma pipe, but I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, yeah, we can see it just fine, my guy. Um, and it's a yellow bike, dude. I 
love yellow bikes. That's all I own right now. No, I have one red bike. So. I used to sell bicycles and anytime you had, people would just come in and say they want a yellow bicycle. Doesn't matter what kind, just yellow shit sells, I guess. This yeah. is the only yellow moped I think I have. Um, Dude, it's sexy as hell though. It's one of my most minty like mopeds I've acquired. Got it pretty cheap, like seven years ago or so. Uh, one of the zeros helped me pick it up. But, uh, you know, I just put, I kept it in pretty mint. It's not getting any powder coating or any anything else except for white walls. And then I'm going to go with this old, like, build I used to have on another bike. Um, I think I only got, like, five miles an hour out of a 50. Is that dreadlocks now? But. Your neighbor Hey, you guys, if you're not talking right now, since we've got so many people going, you want to mute your mic for me. <laughs> Goddamn dog's got dreadlocks. But, uh, do I pick the next person? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, who else has got bikes out? Somebody screenshot the dog. <laughs> uh... Who's Christine and who had what bike is that in that screenshot? So go to Christine. I don't even know where the heck I am anymore. I'm trying to find her. Hold on. I this technology is like all super new to me as well. So <laughs> trying to find Christine, can you hear us and can you on mute yourself so i what's am that looking... uh, how's that how's that tomos raffle motor going their dog with dreadlocks yeah. man yeah yeah how is that <laughs> so we talked to our friend <laughs> that actually has his own podcast called uh nartalk and he's down to do all the machine work for us so Oh man, yeah, those dudes. That that I so I I found out about that because of you guys, and then I put that on, and I I, I had to actually play that to people that uh, I worked with at Harley because of some of the shit they were saying. Like he 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 went to school for training at Harley. He worked for a Harley dealership for a long time, and then went out on his own. And it's just him and his girl running a Harley chopper shop, dude, just doing Sportsters and all the things. He's slowly buying like all the machine shop stuff that he needs to do his own tooling or whatever. And so it was like, yeah, dude, like, uh, I need you to like balance this crank for me and do all that shit. He's like, balance. And he's like, do you need, do you, do you need all these measurements? Cause Harley has like the, the width of this and the weight of that and the weight of this and all these things to give them a magic number to balance cranks and shit. I'm like, no, nah, I don't need you any of that. <laughs> I'm like, this is mopeds. It's way I need this moped. Yeah, just yeah. just do it. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're gonna like film the whole process of us taking apart and like delivering it to the guy's shop and like filming him do shit. We're gonna try like make a couple like YouTube videos out of it, so like people can like see the process of the build. Sweet. But uh, we, uh, who knows? I always have. We always have grandiose ideas that uh may or may not come forward. Yeah, I give you guys a lot of credit for all the work, hard work you guys do for your podcast because 
getting to the post office could be challenging enough, let alone actually doing other builds for other people and keeping on top of your bike. So yeah, you guys I try are... to only go to the podcast. One, I'm into the post office once a week. And, oh yeah. And are you watching days of thunder in the background? <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. And for I don't know. It just sucks. I work seven days a week. So it's like, all right, I'm going to go to the post office during this 20 minute lunch break. And mm-hmm. like, it's pain in the ass. I, I have learned that the uh, the post office kiosk is pretty is pretty pretty clutch. Get that uh PayPal slash ship label slash create. Oh, you know that fancy. link, the secret PayPal shipping link. <laughs> I've never seen that one. Yeah. No. So when you're logged into PayPal on your computer, type PayPal slash ship label slash create, and it pulls up this like secret dialogue that lets you just real easy like pop in like boop doop 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 person's address say what the box is boom print it slap that on put it on your mailbox they just tip they t- they come and take it it's just gone graham go just blew a lot office. of people's minds how do you pay yeah, for dude. it it's like the secret like paypal doesn't want you to know i don't know why they have it but they like they make it like they used to have a link to it where you could get to it from your like paypal menu but then they made paypal like really clean and like they got rid of like all the buttons and they made it all like apple looking and shit mm-hmm. and then the link went away but like i still had it saved or whatever i don't know and so you can still get to it but yeah it's the that's the secret paypal shipping menu you got to put that in the chat so i can copy it that's fucking awesome. I'm trying to think. Yeah, dude. I uh, somebody asked, "Who's the Rowdy Burns of mopeds?" God, that's a good question. I don't know. Like anybody who actually uh, knows, I it think only Brad. wants to let. Me... Oh, dude. <laughs> what? How many mopeds do I have? <laughs> no. <laughs> no one said that. <laughs> Nobody said that, Brad. The question was, who is the Rowdy Burns of mopeds? Oh, Anybody Chad who's that? All the answers are Chad Burns. <laughs> Every single answer is who is Chad Burns. When in doubt, Chad Burns. Yeah. Actually, I'd have to say Thomas might be the Rowdy Burns of mopeds. I don't even know what that means. What the fuck is a Rowdy Burn? Didn't you see? Did did you actually watch Days of Thunder as a Ute? I watched it many times, but I still don't know the fuck you're talking about. Rowdy Burns is the guy who drove the Exxon car, the black '54 uh, car. I don't because, remember names for movies. I'm bad at names. Like this is one of the few movies I actually know. Like you ask me any real movie that would do any good in everyday life? No, I won't know it. But Days of Thunder, so I got that going for me. Um, we'll see. Mike Boyd is wandering around his shop. We haven't heard from the West coast lately. Mike, what do you have to say for yourself on this podcast? It's totally falling apart, but you know, we're just going to run with it. I'm actually, I'm loving the live feed from, uh, Austin mopeds because it's been so many years since I've been in there, but it's fucking dope to be able to see it again. I want to know what, what Lester and them are working on in there. It's like scooter parts. I'm trying to see. They're carrying all sorts of shit. Yeah, I want I want them to jump on and explain themselves. What are they doing? That place is filthy, like a true moped garage. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you walk in there and you're covered in grease. Like you, nothing. You, can, you hearing us, Lester? Wait, are you Lester. Uh, okay. 
Unmute yourself. There it is. Yeah. Hello, everybody. What are you guys doing over there? Oh, I've been going through probably, I got like 12 expresses that they took parts off of while I was gone and sold them off to people. So I've got to go through and see what is possible to put together. So I've got about like six to eight regular what an NC50 and then like four NA50, you know, just a lot of shit. Why do you and have so many expresses, man? I don't know. How did I end up with all this shit? If I took y'all downstairs, I got a downstairs now. It's full of fucking bikes. I'm like, where the fuck did these come from? Show it. Yeah, I, I got to rent it. the downstairs yeah, now. Yeah. It's so you got Wi-Fi downstairs, it. you can show us, you know, rock and roll. Oh, wait. Oh, I could. Hold on. Yeah. Do it. Walk through. <laughs> okay, let me mute this one and get on my other one. One second, guys. And while we watch this, we can enjoy the stylings of Days of Thunder. If anybody Hello. Still... Okay. okay there's... Let me see. We can hear you, Lesser. All right. So, some more crap. Let's see. Where's my keys? <laughs> I don't know where my keys are. Oh, you're there. That is the constant battle of my life is where's my keys and where's my wallet? It took me 20 minutes. There's an Onyx. But unfortunately, Lester, we're still on your camera facing the benches and everything, so we can't see you really. Oh, how do I? I'm it's, sorry. I've never his other phone. He's on his phone too. Yeah, yeah. I have a second one. Yeah, just pin it on his phone. Oh, okay, never mind. I pinned it. Look at those clouds, guys. <laughs> oh, Lester's breaking up. Going robot. Yeah. Oh. oh, he went full robot on us. Great. <laughs> Hold on. But wait, wonder, there's more. But there's more. That's it. Oh, you got a but bunch of motos, I think man. Maybe I'll work on. You can't see it, but I got an AR-80 back there. Anyway. Nice. So yeah, I've just been tidying up and trying to create a space that I can just hang out in and ranch and sleep there if I want. It's pretty much like the second man cave compared to my house. <laughs> I have no employees. I do everything by appointment only. Everything's cash. And I'm getting okay. And we lost you. Oh, and he's back and we lost him. But I want to know. But yeah, if anyone wants to work or rent on something, I got stuff. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> Do you got an NC50? Maybe. After... <laughs> maybe. Let me check. Maybe. Let me check. <laughs> hey, look who it is. Lester. Ta da. That's we it. Lost, we lost him. No, Lester's back. Oh, is he on his other cam? Yeah, sorry. Yep. Kristen how's says, the, how's the, hey, Lester, how's the kissy man doing? Kissy man got, I raffled, oops. Yeah, I raffled it off and um, Brett Bouillon from the Chanks has it and he loves it. Oh, sweet. It. It's still it's out still in the alive. wild. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Oh, hi, Kristen. Y'all's house is lovely. Oh, sorry, guys. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Catching up. 
This is totally the first time I've ever used Zoom. I apologize, everybody. <laughs> you would think I'd be better at this since I do a podcast off it, but I'm really terrible at it. It's so neat. It's really neat. I love seeing yeah. everybody. Look at Graham's little face. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys haven't been running Austin Moped's work from home. I should just do this. It's like, who wants to hang out? Let's, ah, oh, shit. Someone help me measure this. Because <laughs> y'all have good ideas. I love it. I love hearing y'all talk. Dude, this year, if you if you did that and just live streamed you at the shop, people would just hop on with their free time because yeah. we're just so starved yeah. of content. It's like, I'm old now, like 47. So like this new tech is really cool, guys. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's um, awesome. See who else we got going here. Right. Um, Tom Harbin. Hermit, I know you, Tom. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to talk about any winter builds you got going on with your with yourself? What are you bringing to JTT next year, yeah, or is yeah. it canceled? It's canceled uh, still, isn't it? Uh, some of the boys went up this year. I didn't go just because COVID. Um, let's see. I just finished an MB5, and then that's not a moped. We're talking yeah, yeah. mopeds. Close enough. Um, no. <laughs> and uh, the rear wheel came loose on the uh, test ride and had to push it a mile home. And it's still sitting in my garage. Haven't touched that since. Uh, and then I have a DS50 Derby that I'm trying to get running. It just does it idle, but it does everything else. It's fun. <laughs> um. Is that one a moped? <laughs> sure, why not? Um, we'll go back here. I saw somebody I wanted to ask if they're actually doing any winter builds or if they had any moped plans. Ashley from RVA, just this because is, why not? <laughs> Jeez. Here's a few winter builds. This is my uh, this is my mask when I forget a mask. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, I don't know why that. At Jason's house right now, but no, I don't have any wood winter builds. You know, I don't build. Why not, Ashley? <laughs> Just because you got to put a house together doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I don't even have my main bike here. I haven't seen it in months. I need to go pick it up and do a rebuild on it, but I'm lazy and I don't want to. <laughs> Plus, mopeds are only one for one, not two for one. That's true. <laughs> there are no two for ones right now. Yeah. I saw in a show today, some lady was dressed up and she's like, I'm not going home. I'm going to Applebee's. And I thought of you instantly because literally the first thing I ever heard you say was, we're going to Applebee's. And I'm like, I'm not fucking going to Applebee's. That's what I said. It took me like five hours to convince me to go to Applebee's because it was literally in the parking lot. And I was yeah. like, it sucks sitting in a parking lot. I guess I'm going to Applebee's. And then I was like, two for one beers? How can you beat Applebee's at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> so that was my hangout in Florida all weekend. Went to Florida to go to Applebee's. Yeah, you know, classy <laughs> establishment. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was great getting um, a <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> girlfriend at Applebee's too. I can't remember her name. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm coming over in a little bit once this is over hey <laughs> oh 
looks traumatized. Literally, Marla was like, let's drink. And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> no. Last night was too much. Too much. Last night, I was the, the late, the early bird at the rally who like goes to bed. So, he, he, you know, he's fresh for the ride the next day. Yeah. <laughs> How late did you guys stay on last night? Fuck. So 1.45. Too late. It was about 2.15. Um, <sighs> apparently, Beaks Legion was the host instead of me. So when he dipped out, it cut the whole thing off. Mm-hmm. And um, Jason and Heat were in bed. And I was like, I guess I can leave their house now. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up, passed out in my garage at 2 in the morning in California with a dead iPad. And I was like, where the fuck am I? Oh, <laughs> shit, the stream's over. <laughs> hey Matt from the Turbo Snail, since you jumped on, why don't you talk about your winter builds? Even though you're from California and you don't, say, have, we don't have snails. winter, you don't have winter. <laughs> I'm just building fucking shitty Maxi in the back here. Yeah, yeah. And I put the whole E50 together, but I had some like weird mechanical knocking sound, so now I'm taking it all apart again. Oh. That's um, that's always a bummer when that happens. But I'm not wrenching alone, so I'm chilling with all you guys. Yeah, never wrench alone. <laughs> Jason, quarantine has been rough on Jason this year. He's uh, got the <laughs> old man in the iron dreadlock mask going on. <laughs> um, we'll jump back to Graham with all his knowledge. Um, so. What other things do you got planned? Your Brad's mother. <laughs> Graham, since we've talked about winter builds, um, what plans do you have for this coming summer? Because we're going to beat Rona and we're going to have rallies. Um, other than JTT, what do you plan? Are you going to try to get to any rallies this coming summer if there's going on? No. No? <laughs> you ass hat. <laughs> I don't know. Well, um... I'll probably do the little shindig out at my place again. We'll get together. Um, I got 10 acres, so um, 10 acres we get some dirt bikes. And um, I got a pretty good this this summer. I had a lot of time to work on dirt bikes. So I got like three more now working. And last year or two years ago, rather, when we did it for the first time, we thought we were going to ride moped like dirt pads. Uh, it turns out that dirt pads actually really suck. Like they're fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking garbage. So um, no, I mean, yeah, <laughs> more power to you if you want to build a dirt pad. I've built two of them, and they're uh, absolutely useless uh, compared to a real dirt bike. So uh, when we had um, the uh, little birthday bash, bad neighbors birthday bash, we. Uh, everybody just ended up riding my dirt bikes instead. So this year I got a, a RT 100, which is a, like a DT 100 motor. It's not really a dirt bike. It's like a kit. It's pink is what it is. It's pink and white. Um, it was spray bomb black when I bought it and I started stripping the paint off and I realized that it was pink and white underneath. So now it's the Barbie bike. So there's that. And then um, we got a, a handful of other ones that are actually like real dirt bikes, but the Barbie bike is way more fun. <laughs> Cause it's fucking terrible. It's like the worst, <laughs> worst dirt bike ever. So, um, yeah, basically, um, I'll probably do that again. Um, I don't know, maybe we'll see. Uh, I'm really hoping that hot and ready's comes together. Uh, I think everybody in the upper Midwest is hoping that hot and ready's shows up. 
Um, and then, yeah, cranks. We'll probably do the cranks rally. Uh, I'll be up mm-hmm. for that. Um, we had a really good rally planned last year. Um, we probably the best rally that we've ever planned uh, for 2020. Um, I'm not. We started the gang in like 2008 or seven, maybe. So it's not really mm-hmm. our 10 year anniversary, but it's like maybe Close? it was like 10 years of us getting into MA. Although I don't <laughs> think that we got into. I don't remember when we got into MA, but it was it was like something. It was like a there was a reason that 2020 was like a, a thing. So we were going to do a big thing. Um, but yeah, mostly, um, mostly the guys that are back down in Milwaukee are on that, but yeah, that's. And boy, that's just so you know, um, wet, wet is disqualified from moped rallies because technically it's a jet ski rally. So it cannot be the best rally ever planned. Um, and I just want to ask Matt St. John, I've heard your name. I've heard your builds. Uh, what, Granted, you're down in the south, if I know your geography halfway quick. What uh, winter builds are you working on, if any? Well, um, I just finished. I know it doesn't qualify as a moped, but I just finished a Fantic Chopper. And uh, now I am moving on to a uh, Yamaha Sting. So speaking of dirt peds that suck, I'm about to build a dirt ped that sucks. The sting is fire. The sting is hot fire. Best Yamaha moped ever made. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, from cool. what I understand, too, the QT50 kits and all that kind of stuff, you know, even like the inexpensive ones on eBay are, are uh, they fit just fine or pretty good. Yeah, I got a PW50 so we'll that I've been starting to make some parts for. And uh, they're, I got to say, like, I was, ne- I never liked QT50s, but I started working on this PW and I was like, yeah, this is actually a pretty, pretty sweet little drivetrain it's like a pretty well engineered little package you know yeah yeah i don't know it's kind of weird to see like a shaft drive on a moped and stuff so i'm kind of into it a little bit we'll see if i get tired of it i'm sure charlie will take it off my hands or something hey i've got i've got the pw80 uh gears for that if you want them graham hey charlie you finally got your video figured out where you're not dominating the whole screen good for you i just i just did it So Charlie, I was going to say, if you've got, uh, so, um, Jackers actually sent me a set because I'm not paying 300 freaking dollars for them, which is what they're worth. If anybody ever gets a QT 50 in the wild, just so y'all know the gears are worth $300 out of the back, but this year AMA changed the rules. So you can't run QT gears in a PW anymore. And, uh, so maybe the prices will come back down. So now is definitely the time to sell them if you have a QT <laughs> with a stock rear end that hasn't been messed with. But then, the- Brad, did you hear that? Ooh, Graham, thank you, man. I got three of them. Yeah, QT50, <laughs> uh, the stock rear uh, bevel gears were this summer selling for like three hundred plus dollars. Damn. Yeah, because basically the QT tickets from Chad because I just came up. <laughs> gave away i think QT they still 50. are selling that high on the lovers of qt50 or whatever yeah pw50 oh. uh buy sell trade is the facebook group that i'm on for them but um yeah the, the qt has lower gearing and the p actually no sorry the q yeah the qt has lower gears the pw has taller gears which makes no sense because the pw is a dirt bike with like a 10 inch high seat height made for four-year-old kids, why you would want it to be geared tall. So the, the racy trick to do is to put the QT gears in the PW, which actually lowers the gearing, which for 
a four-year-old riding it on a racetrack actually makes it faster. Um, and uh, they used to be available from Yamaha up until about five years ago. And then Yamaha uh, ran out of them because they don't make QT50s for the last like 15 years. So as soon as Yamaha ran out of QT50 gears, all these PW people were buying them all up and the prices skyrocketed. So um, yeah, push my glasses back up. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I just listen to Graham talk for like hours. I'm like, just so you know, if you ever come across like $150 QT out in the wild, scoop it, pull the rear the gears fu- out of it and sell it on Facebook for a stupid amount of money. Wait, I don't have any kids yet. Do four-year-olds actually like race? Is that a thing for four-year-olds? Oh yeah, dude. Kids? Oh yeah. That's yeah. mental. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah dude. Now they rip. Want, now I want to have a kid. Just Can y'all help me. What is this four. one? <laughs> what is this one? Can you don't worry it? about it. Don't worry about it, Lester. That's a cutie. Okay. Yeah, that's a QT. That's it. Yamaha. That's the yeah, that's one, like. dude. Make that money, Lester. Make that money. Yeah, yeah dude. It's bitter. You're holding on to it. You out right now. <laughs> but it's a Yamaha, so it's not the same, right? Yeah, no, no that's, that's exactly it. what it's it is. It's a Yamaha QT50. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I got this motor, but it's here. Yeah, and and the trick is sell it with the gearbox intact, because if you don't, the uh, you got to press the bearing on and off. So uh, a lot of, like, dads in the suburbs that have these for their kids um, don't know how to do that or don't want to learn how to do that or whatever. So if you saw, I would like to interrupt Graham for a, for one moment, if everybody would pay attention to my, let me, let me say if you pay attention to my screen, this is the pivotal part of days of thunder where Cole trickle is learning about tires. So Graham, you can continue talking. I want you to do 50 laps your way and then 50 laps my way. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally the scene right now. And I could, God, I love this movie. I might just end this. That's what I told my friend about jerking off. I want you to do 50 strokes your way. 50 strokes your way. You'll have to show me hey, that don't be putting our business out there, Jason. I guarantee I'll win. <laughs> oh, shit. That made... Okay, Graham, go back to tell, educating everybody about QT50 gears. Like, Cole's going to change his tires and then he's going to start winning. So it gets dull after that. I'm just saying, don't sleep on them. You know, I got the one set that I need. So now, you know, <laughs> screw it, burn the place down, charge people up. <laughs> <laughs> Jacker sold me a set for 50 bucks. I was like, just so you know, dude, I'm ripping you off. He's like, no, nah, dude, it's cool. So <laughs> thanks to Jackers. <laughs> Jackers is a saint, man. I love that dude. Yeah. He gets oh, the deal uh, but yeah, no, kitty dirt bikes are uh, are what's hot in mopeds, I guess. <laughs> Leap and swap tomos. I nobody's there. Never mind. I was going to ask the beach club to talk about their fine winter builds, but it doesn't look like anybody's active right now, other than a. Right here, I think. Well, f- the fine folks in Ohio. Why don't you um tell us about your winter builds you got planned? got like 30 bikes so it's just a clusterfuck of bounce around between stuff that breaks and then fixing it um i ride year round even in like unless it's like super icy so i just i like to pretend i'm in california and just keep riding um but there were i mean charles and rebecca they're working on i think it's the poop they can talk about that wait what am i working on <laughs> you're working on the, the mccuskers there um 
other Charles. Sorry, Columbus Charles. Whoa, there's another Charles and Rebecca. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, really? I was kind of yeah, messed yeah, up yeah. there for a moment. I'm like, yeah. Charlie, when we you got get one back too, home? so we got a set too. I was like, <laughs> imposters. Yes. Hey guys. Hey guys. <laughs> hey. Yo. Beach Club here. Beach Club. And yes, we are Rebecca and Charles. Beach Club. Oh, I, Rebecca I, and Charles are getting sent out the airlock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking there's got to be some type of turf war here. Like, listen, listen, I I was uh, emptying the trash. <laughs> I was at the trash chute. You saw me. Likely story. <laughs> I did get this ice cream strike that I thought was going to take. That's what my picture is. I thought it was going to take longer to get running because it came with an E50 that like didn't have a clutch cover on it and looked kind of rusty, and I just kind of threw it together and put it on and then it just worked and it's like way too fast for a stock motor and it's kind of scary so my winter build kind of became a three-day build and that's okay by me i guess rather than the other way around that's mopeds though dude generally the stuff that's all rusted and you don't think is gonna ever work it takes like a half a day to get running that was the same way with a hobbit i just sold yesterday like it was stuck and i got the cylinder off I took the piston off. I put an old stock cylinder and piston in it, and I start. It ran right away. I ended up uh, selling it. I think just rock I the crankshaft back thing. and forth until it frees up, and then put it on Craigslist. Yeah. Running. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's exactly what I did, Graham. <laughs> You're doing the Lord's work there, Jim. <laughs> Lord's work. Hey, guess that was passed around the Minneapolis scene from like three different moped people, and I just Italian tuna. Oh yeah. Hey, I ran, I at least rode like 30 miles on that bike. So it's not like I just got it to run an idle and sold it. Um, yeah. So I'm just wondering what's going on with, um, I don't know. Anybody who wants to talk right now is more than welcome to have the forum. Um, I see Jason moving his mouth and he's on the phone because there's a clear, I think that. Um, so that's a stack of money actually. Yeah, yeah. How about uh, Papa Rob? What do we got going for you in a winter build? Uh, hey, yeah. Uh, let me see if I go out in my garage real quick. Uh, I got all depressed. Yo. Yeah. Over the over this COVID shit, and I stopped building, and my garage got full of shit. <laughs> so let me turn this shit around. Hang on, I, I feel yeah, that. I was, yeah, been there. Four yeah. yeah. Let me un. Where's get rid of my freaking filter here? Uh, video. Well, I don't know if you've listened to my podcast at all, Rob, but like that's yeah. kind of went with me. I went crazy, like in june and i'm like fuck it i'm just gonna take a cross-country road trip and nice. i ended up going to richmond uh columbia and up to bel-air maryland like i just fucking rode stayed with people rode mopeds and that got me uncrazy yeah so i moved about a year a little over almost two years ago now and got new places my new my new uh, little pad and shop in here mm -hmm. so that, that that bike that ab7 piece of shit has been on this this thing for about mm, a year now Ooh. hasn't been going anywhere <laughs> because that runs 
Yeah. <laughs> so, and I got a shed filled of other, I, I assume uh, Jesse Stevens' 87 life. So, I got 87. So, I got everything to build that bike right there. I got cases all set. I got to clean up. I'll get to it this summer, I think. I mean, this winter, I think. But AV7 and a shed full of other AV7s, a 50V, a VLS in my shed. So one of them get built. Seven's going to get sold to someone else. I don't want a fucking seven. But I got <laughs> a 74 kit for it. I'm going to put on it. Make Cupid. Big, big jug. No tank. So... That's what I'm doing. Right on. But right I had to on, get on right something. On. Do some kind of uh, rally shit because it's driving me nuts. I think it's driving everybody's nuts. Um, Curtis, why don't you jump on a little bit and tell us about any winter builds you got going on, my guy? Uh, all right. Pop you guys. That's like the, that's the second chance drinking game. Drink every time Jim says my guy. <laughs> or my fella. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know oh sure um no i won't do it. Yeah, i so i stay is, away from minnesota slang doing. it's a hobbit or it, it used to be a hobbit some of it is still a hobbit but yeah, yeah. it's not square that i didn't weld uh and i don't know internal hbi i've got one of the fancy uh and special order this this calibrata because it's got the 30 millimeter flange. That's probably the most exciting Ooh. thing about the bike. It's just going to be an yeah, yeah. Hobbit. It's not that cool. Isn't that cool? But it's got lots of like neat looking stuff. I'm 3D printing grips for it. So, you know. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's yeah. the. No, you can't really see it, but the grips are 3D printing right now. Nice. What uh? What head are you gonna run on that? Uh, I've got a metric kit head. I'm not sure if it's uh, not sure if it's like a metric kit head that was custom cut by Treats or it, it came from the previous owner. So. Can you show that 3D printed grip again? <laughs> uh, yeah. Hang on. Let me get the. These are the, the ones I've already done that weren't good enough. Uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It, it's I'm working on it. There's lots of obstacles. You know, they, they're, you can't really tell because of the resolution, but they're real stringy and ugly. You know. Yeah. Those materials. Kind of work. Those are dope, uh, man. What yeah, material yeah, are you printing out of? Say what? Sorry, what material are you printing out of? TPU. Interesting. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's nice and flexible. Uh, and different infill amounts in there can give it the you know cushy grip feel you want. That's pretty cool. I've got a resin printer, and I've been oh, using nice. these. Uh, I don't know if you could see these like spark plug holders. Oh, cool. I don't yeah, know, dude. I don't think I saw you last year. I was I gave them out a bunch of like for the zeros thing or CVVG last year, but uh, they say zeros in Toledo on them, and Sweet. I chased threading with them. the The resin printer uh, lets you get like pretty durable prints uh, with like really good detail. They just can't be large. I, you, 
also they're only in one material like a very hard hardened uv resin you know so you can't get like grippy grips or like different kinds of textures and things like you're getting there but um yeah. well shout out to 3d printing moped parts <laughs> yeah it's more useful than i ever thought it would be i didn't think it would be very useful either <laughs> yeah I, i'm kind of, i'm probably just kind of shoehorning the uses into it but that's, oh, it's yeah. okay that's fine absolutely <laughs> me too <laughs> Um, try. I thought I saw, but uh, no. I wanted to show off the uh, the license plate that he three D printed for me. Oh uh, hell yeah, dude! Hell yeah! And I absolutely would rather be in the fucking rich, and it looks great on this bike. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, if anybody wants some three uh, D printed license plate frames, yeah, eat the rich guys. I'll teach you the rich. <laughs> huh? They glow in the dark too. I don't know. I, I don't know why I waste all my filament on that, but I've got a bunch of them if you want them. There you go. Um, they got Christmas ones. It's red and green. There you go. Nice. <laughs> we will. I'll circle back to Graham one more time if Graham is still listening Graham shaking his head um I gotta bug out pretty soon and make dinner but what's up dude <laughs> <laughs> I'm stalling damn it um I was gonna ask you something I totally forgot now so you can make dinner I guess all right well hey thanks everyone it was great hanging out maybe I'll catch y'all yeah. later tonight bye Graham sweet sweet um yeah. See, this is what happens when people put pressure on me to produce something that's actually listenable. If anyone, um, if, if anyone has any cool parts for this uh, thing right here, send them to me. <laughs> that's a sports this is my winter build. Yeah. Yeah. 79 Ironhead. Nice. I've got a hardtail on the way. I ordered a hardtail. I'm getting a a new um, uh, alien or axed or egg-shaped tank for it. I need spokes. But, yeah, this is my new moped. Yeah, you, you come up with anything oh, that Matt, I can make Matt. with Moped Factory and sell to Harley hipsters for big money, you let me know because uh, moped parts <laughs> don't pay for shit. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll help you. I'll... Matt, check it out. This is the roof I was telling you about. Ooh. So it's kind of it's Ooh. kind of snazzy. And then I have uh very gentlemanly. I can take it off. I can take the top off. But I, I have a shit ton of that that uh canvas and I'm gonna make the the body out of it. Have you done anything to that white start yet? Uh I have all the stuff. We've got we basically have everything we need now. Oh, um, and then we're going to start building it soon. I have to fix, have to finish that. It runs, but uh, I think uh, I need a timing light. I want to see the box, bro. Where's the box at? Oh, the box? Jason, you always talk about boxes. You know, well. Uh, <laughs> What's your box? You can get real what you know about the box? Boxes. Box, you got room under here for activities? Hey y'all, um, we, I'm giving them the 10 minute warning right now. 
Um, we're going to have the zeros up next at 8 o'clock. Um, we're still recording, so just um, let me know uh, when I should stop that, and we will go from there. All, All right. right. Ooh, what, what the? Yeah, derby talk. Let's go. Derby time. <laughs> yeah, baby. Jason, what are you going to do to that fox? Oh, I already ordered a kit and shit. It's coming. I want, I want to know. You got to keep me up to date. Yeah, I got I got parts in the mail. Get the fox going, dude. Oh, hey guys, I forgot to use my time in the spotlight to ask if anybody has a Flandria frame to sell me because I need a Flandria frame. Ooh, we have a Flandria in town. I could get you for probably four hundred bucks. It has a V one on it. This chick's selling it. Sean from uh, Blacklight built it like seven years ago. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna hack it up and put put it for this Hobbit anyway, so I wouldn't care what's on it really, as long as it's not too wrecked. No, it was pretty decent last time I saw it, but that was like a long time ago. Yeah, you think somebody there would buy a V1 for a hundred bucks? Oh, probably. All right, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll be in touch. Anyone want a KX65 uh, shot for twenty bucks? <laughs> That's tempting if I didn't live in Minnesota. Uh, this is the best Hobbit tank I've ever purchased of the year. Dude, that thing was, I was really impressed when I saw that when I was at your house. <laughs> that was like swin zip tie on gas tank. Yeah. I finally sold my beloved uh, Grand Prix. How much did and you that- get for the Grand Prix? I don't know, man. I think I sold it for pretty cheap. Like I hooked somebody up. I don't remember what I charged. I've already spent the money. I bought a derby. Sometimes I miss the Grand Prix that I sold tab, and then I realize I don't miss it at all. Yeah, it's still in this basement. It's probably only been started twice since since you bought it from you. Oh shit! I found the side covers for it. Damn. And I'd like I'd like to point out to everybody: the first time I almost died, I did say this to the ambulance crew that is being quoted in Days of Thunder right now. I'm not a car battery. I don't need recharging. So just a little. Little note for everybody. It, God, this is a Some great movie. Bad boys, Charlie. I'll tell you this whole thing. I only have one. This, this time Dad together has been so valuable because I learned I just made nine hundred dollars tonight <laughs> on uh, QT gear. Yeah. Well, we're all about sharing the knowledge here in the Moped it's, community. That shit's so funny. I flipped that into nine hundred dollars in QT gear. <laughs> I got the metal side covers too. Nice. Well, I think with this just stalling for time at this point, I think I'm gonna have to thank everybody for tuning in. Make sure to remember to watch for the wrestling night with the zeros. And um, as Jason and everybody else has shown us, mopeds are dumb. So we're gonna sign out and call it a night for this installment of Chad Burke's building gather. Mopeds don't run. Charlie, we're <laughs> riding tomorrow if you want to come up. Hi guys. Thanks, man. Uh, Enter Mopeds. <laughs>